welcome to the 11th episode of Mother Daughter Book Talk. I'm Alexis. And I'm Christine. And today we will be discussing Unravel Me and Fracture Me by Tahera Mavi. So Juliet finds that everyone around her wants to use her, either to help the resistance or the reestablishment, because they love her. But what does Juliet want? Her life at Omega Point isn't going as planned, and now she has to worry about the dangers of war while trying to stop Warner in his never-ending quest to claim her as his own. Okay, now we are going to start discussing the book. Well, the books. So if you haven't read them yet, press pause, read the books, and come back when you're done. This is your official spoiler, spoiler warning. warning. Okay, so... This, what are, you, what are your thoughts on this book? I mean, it starts out, and Juliet is struggling. Ugh. And I have to say, I kind of feel for the girl. I, she's being so whiny and annoying, and it makes me mad. But here's the thing. She's been locked away for I how know. long? And then you stick the poor girl underground. Right? So what does that mean? She's, in a way, locked up again. Yes, but this time she's people who care about her. She's got people who care, but at the same time, she doesn't know their true intentions. She doesn't know, you know, why they're being nice to her. And really, frankly, like... Some of them are being nice to her. Some of them aren't being nice to her. I know. I feel bad for her, but also she's just being annoying. Yeah. She's... And why has she not told anyone that, that Warner, Warner can, can touch? touch her? Like, she knows Warner's going to come for her. Yeah. She knows it. Because the perfect, he, the she, perfect moment to tell was when Castle's like, oh, well, you should interrogate him because he can't touch you. Like, girl, tell Castle right then and there instead of lying. Yes. But before that, she knows he's going to come for her. Give them a heads up so maybe that, you know, they can better prepare themselves yeah. for when Warner's going to come for her. Exactly. <laughs> so she's upset because she feels like she's disappointing Castle. She's trying to use Quote her powers. Yeah. trying. And failing miserably. Mm-hmm. And Adam is busy doing his own thing. Okay, he... Needs to talk to her instead right. of hiding it. Guys, I'll say this once, I'll say it a million times. Communication is key, people. Okay? Yes. Because he just... What was the reason for not telling her that there were some issues? He's just trying to hide it and work through it on his own. And okay, but the be reason, a man. And, mm. you know, it's frustrating. Because she can Toxic tell, masculinity. Yes. She can tell something is wrong with him. He's kind of avoiding her kind of not really being there for her she's flailing clearly Mm -hmm. and he's mia although i will say kenji you said the wrong thing to juliet that day when she was asking please just tell me anything and he's like you know a train wreck when all these people are dying that's what adam is like that's the worst possible thing to say i love you kenji kishimoto but oof no so Castle calls Juliet for out for being standoffish. Yeah. But at the same time, he tells her nobody wants to train with you because everybody's afraid mm-hmm. of you. So, of course she's standoffish. It's also like she's rejecting them before they can reject her. Exactly. 
So she's always viewed herself as somebody everybody's hated and everybody's despised and nobody wants to embrace and literally, figuratively, whatever, you know, they view her as a monster and she feels that she is a monster. So she's removing herself from the equation because mm -hmm. she feels she's not worthy of people accepting her. Yeah. And even, you know, James doesn't really talk to her anymore. And, you know, it's just, it's a hard situation. And then Castle tells her, you know, we're running out of time. And, you know, you pretty much get your shit together, girl, because you're failing us. Yeah. Not probably the way. But he has a point. He's got She's a point. She's shutting down. She was in training. She was sitting in the corner crying. Right. But let's think of the way that... But the way that Kenji frames it is much better. Absolutely. I think Kenzie... Ken Kenzie. Sorry. Kenzie. Kenji approaches it much better than Castle. I mean, he calls out for her bullshit. Yes. But in a way that she can accept it versus turning inward on herself. Mm -hmm. And that's the difference between him and Castle. And that's why I love Kenji in this book. Yes. He's the best character ever. And, you know, even what happens is, you know, Adam and Juliet are making out, like, chapter three, beginning of the book, and something happens, he says something is wrong with him. Mm hmm Adam, you need to communicate. That was, oh my god. Do you think they would have broken up if she had just told her from the get-go, like, I don't know. Well, that's the thing. It's like, he then just, like, ends it and we're done. And Juliet's kind of left, like, what the F is going on. Yeah. You know? And she's concerned about Adam. She cares about Adam. She loves Adam. Mm-hmm. And yet he's closing her out. Yes! He needs to communicate with her! So, did you have any idea... I thought that the power was coming through. Okay. Because I was like, "There's, it's too perfect. It has to stop at some point. So I didn't know, like, what <gasps> was going on. Wait, really? I wasn't sure, like, what caused him to freak out. Like, I didn't... Wait, so I knew something before you did? <gasps> well, maybe you went there. I just didn't know if it was more... Like, he was turned off by her being, like, viewed as... It's like he was ashamed of being with someone so hated? No, I thought it was more... he. To me, Adam has always liked Juliet because he could protect her. Mm -hmm. And the fact that they were turning her into this powerful weapon... I thought maybe it was turning him off. Like, he didn't like... Oh, my God. Strong Juliet. Oh, my God. So, I didn't know if he if that was his issue or if it was a physical thing. I, I mean, didn't know. I mean... Yeah. Because Adam is that toxic masculinity. Like, I need to be the protector. I need to... Juliet's a fragile bird and, you know... Broken wing. Yeah. Exactly. And he puts her, he's always put her on this pedestal. Which is also toxic white knighting. Exactly. So he's the knight in shining armor. He needs to protect her. And she's coming into her own in a way. 
And for me, I almost felt like it was him mind-effing her to make her fail at being you powerful. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, so I thought it was more... Less a physical thing and more of a... So you really didn't trust Adam at all? Uh, no. I that's what I didn't know. Like, is he, like, messing with her? Okay, so. at this point in the book, are you Team Warner or Team Adam? Not this point, but, like, after reading this book. Well, we'll get there. Okay. But right now, I'm Team Juliet. Fair enough. And I don't think any of these guys... Deserve her. Deserve her, except for Kenji. Kenji deserves Kenji her. Kenji deserves her but they're mutual as besties. besties. That's what I'm saying. They run away into the sunset and watch Tangled together. Yeah. They are my favorite relationship at this point. They're my favorite relationship ever, period. Because he is... There for her. There for her. He's, like you said, calling her on her bullshit, calling her on things that, you know... She should be doing things she's not be doing. She should not be doing the way things, the, the way she's looking at things. You know, mm-hmm. he's having these conversations that really help her, help her and help him and help their society as a whole. Yeah. Right. So he's the only one who is actually helping the situation. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we learned that she's dreaming about the bird again. Did you have any thoughts of of that when... Well, like, as a whole, we know the bird is kind of, like, a symbol for, like, her freedom. Like, her desire for freedom. And so she's kind of subconsciously dreaming about this bird as, like... The reason it's stuck is because she feels like maybe she's not free. Right. That's... I was... When I saw that she was dreaming about it again, I was like, oh, no. Is she feeling like she's trapped in a cage again? Mm Mm-hmm. You know, and so it was making me worried, like, maybe Omega Point isn't this sanctuary she thought it was. And, yeah. you know, that kind of stuff. So, mm. again, Kenji and Juliet. You know, <laughs> Juliet tells Kenji in Chapter 4 that he's gross. And he says, you know, you have a really strange way of telling me you're attracted to me. Uh-huh. I mean, Kenji, I love you, boy. <laughs> I love you, Kenji Kishimoto. Yes. Marry me. Yes. No, because like, then also makes this whole big thing, like, getting down on the knee, and I love for you, Juliet. And it's just like, oh my gosh. Yeah. I love him so much. And so, again, we're, we're seeing Adam being evasive. We're seeing Adam saying things like, don't worry, I'm going to fix it. Fix what? Yeah, fix what, Adam? What are you going to fix? What is going on that you're not saying? Mm-hmm. You know, it's, I, you know, chapter five, I'm like, Adam is pissing me off. Yeah. Because this is getting ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I'm like, talk to her, damn it. Yes, exactly. <laughs> talk to her. Use your words. I'm going to say this again. Communication is key, people. <laughs> Why don't people understand that? Exactly. So chapter five, I have to say. Kenji telling Adam and Juliet they're disgusting. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, Kenji, disgustingly cute. You're just jealous. <laughs> okay, no, but I get it. Like, your lowing passion is freaking out the little ones. Yes. But anyway, so. Yes. Kenji, like you said, 
describes Adam as a train wreck. Yeah, which was the worst possible thing to say. She's flipping the F out. Why would you describe him as that? I don't know. Because he is a train wreck. He is a mental yes, basket why, case. Why use words like death and dying? That you know is going to freak her out. Right. And you don't want her to freak out. So, but what happens? She uses her super strength and pins Kenji to the wall. I was like, yes, Juliet. See? There's your power. (laughs) You don't let somebody say something that, you know. But, like, not on Kenji. (sighs) Yeah, well, Kenji should have just told her straight up what's going on. Well, he made a promise, too. Yeah, but so. Okay, but that whole thing pissed me off. The fact that he made Castle and Kenji promise not to say anything, that's bullshit. Mm-hmm. So Kenji takes her to the research room. Also a horrible idea, but, like, he didn't really have a choice in this one. Yeah. So. He should have at least prepared her and explained it beforehand. Right. Agree. He would have been like, yo, it looks bad, but this is what goes on in here. It's not actually what you think. And it's voluntary. And it is voluntary. So she gets to the research area. This part made me so mad at Juliet. And Adam's getting experimented on. And she gets into it with Castle and punches the floor. I was so mad at her. I literally, I stopped the book and I was like, I freaking hate you, Juliet. So at this point, Juliet realizes she has the power pretty much to destroy everything. So she could have taken down the entire and she almost made a point and almost did. And she passes out from the pain. She comes back. Well, it to wasn't really from the pain. It was from like everything. Like her system her. shut down. Yeah. And she ends up being unconscious for three days. And we learned that the healers can't touch can't her. Touch her. So she's got to heal on her own. And it's one of those things where... Which also, what a fun Chekhov's gun. Huh, yeah, right? I didn't realize that until, like, this read. Like, that's such a good foreshadowing. And Adam, it turns out, she finds out when Psycho, when he found out everything that was going on, and Kenji and... Everybody's pissed at Juliet at this point. Uh, Kenji's well, questioning, no, like... Kent isn't pissed at Juliet. Yeah, Adam's pissed at everybody else. But Kenji... Ken- I love this conversation. Kenji calls her on this shit and is like, are you, like, working to bring us down? Like, are you, what are your motivations here? Because like, either you're a hell of a lot sneakier than we, th- you want us to believe, or you just have some really shitty luck. Yeah. Like, I was like, yes, Kenji, call her out on this. Thank you. Yeah. I love you. Marry me. Yes. So he has a real honest conversation with her. And I love that he calls her on this and Mm -hmm. says, you know, I've got to take care of my people here. Exactly. So I love you, but, you know. Explain yourself. Yeah. So go Kenji. You're my favorite by far. I love Kenji. I will marry him. (laughs) So finally, like, Juliet gets that she has been approaching everything the wrong way. Yeah. 
And she apologizes to the girls, you know. She tries to be their friend. Yeah, she starts building a relationship. She feels like she, you know, in chapter 12, she's like, this is how it would be to be friends with Sonia and Sarah. You know, like, she, this is the first interaction where she feels like, okay, this is what a normal friendship friendship could be and is. You know, so I love that for her. I love that mm-hmm. she's now, instead of shutting down, opening up. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's one of those things that it breaks my heart. You want to bake cookies again? I do want to bake cookies. Because she's struggling to... Find where she belongs. Yeah. And she's always been in that monster category in her own mind. Mm-hmm. So Self-loathing. to... Yes. And so to have people accept her... You know who else loathes, them, loathes themselves and thinks they're a monster? Warner. Yeah. Yeah. It breaks my heart. You want to bake them both cookies or yeah. just Juliet? And, okay. So after all this... She's in a room with Adam and Castle, and Castle starts out the conversation with, I am very, very disappointed in your behavior, Miss Ferrars. And my reaction was, F you, Castle. No! Yeah. No, I was the exact opposite of that. I was like, go off, Castle. She's a not nice person. Well, but they should have been up front. Yes. With what was going on. Yes. But there's not excuse the fact that she almost killed everyone on purpose. Well, she did one, didn't know that she could kill everybody on purpose when she punched the ground. Right? She had never but done... But she was willing to. But, anyway, we can agree to disagree on fair this. Fair enough, fair enough. But, it turns out, and he, Adam asked Castle to be there, right? So... Mm-hmm. He admits to Juliet that his gift is to shut people off. Is to shut people's powers off. Mm-hmm. And his system has been working in overdrive, shutting down Juliet's powers. Mm-hmm. And so that's why... He's starting to... Feel her power. Feel her power, because his system is... No longer seeing her as a threat. Right. So, Juliet, at this point, realizes she can, in fact, end up killing Adam. Mm-hmm. And she loses it, and almost breaks up with him then. He's telling her that it's the last thing he wants, and then they start making out... And she almost kills him. Yep, and he ends up in the hospital wing. <laughs> yes, he ends up get in the medical wing, and she realizes, yeah, she this this can't work, mm-hmm. and she's not going to do that. Do that to him, and even though he's trying to work through it, whatever, she knows that some slip up, and he's dead. Yeah, and to be quite honest, I'd be the same way. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't want to be laying in bed and have my spouse throw his arm over me. Next thing you know, because of that, 
he's dead the next morning. Mm-hmm. You know? I exactly. mean... Exactly. Whether they try to or not, they're, they could slip up. And I totally... Agree with Agree her. with Juliet. It cannot work. Period. The end. Mm-hmm. Unless you get one of those, like, what is those morph, you know, the... the costumes where it covers your entire body you know <laughs> again in the immortal words of jared Kleiman, kinky yes exactly but that's the only way that could work and that's weird <laughs> so sorry adam i'd be like peace out peace find out, yourself a different girl cause... go find yourself a nice sweet lady who's not super strong and is a fragile bird so you can protect her right so we also learn at this point that she's been thinking a lot about Warner. Because she loves him. No, I know. I love him at this point. But she doesn't know, like, his motivations or I anything. know! And it kind of felt like... What, Juliet? Adam can't touch you, so move on. <laughs> oh you know, Warner... You're my guy. <laughs> Next up, Warner. Yeah. After that, we're going to resort to Kenji. But, you know, she feels and realizes that she might be the only person who can understand Warner. Yeah. And she even says, we are synonyms, but not the same. I love that. Yes. Yes. Love that. Love that. Because love a that. bright light will never be a brilliant one. And a quiet night will never be a silent one. Right. So, beautiful, beautiful line there. You know, I I just... I adore that. Okay, so you want to get into the food supply run? Yeah. Yeah. So, first of all, she gets to see some friendly faces. Brandon and Winston and Ian Ian and Aaliyah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And... This dum-dum that had the wonderful idea to go follow Warner. So, she sees Warner. This is the scene from, from the last book. So, from me. the novella. And she sees Warner. She sees him with the puppy. She thinks he's going to go shoot the puppy. So, so oh, she follows. Lots of idea. Go watch this guy shoot the puppy. And... She, like, gasps or something, right? She makes yeah. a noise, and Warner looks up and oh, wow. sees her. Juliet, you messed up! And so what does Kenji do? He follows her and turns her invisible. He makes her invisible, tells her, do not talk, you know. And... Because he knows that she's a dummy. So he admits, Kenji admits... That he's been watching her. That that's been part of his duties is to... Watch her to make sure she's not, you know. And I'll have to say, I'm with Juliet on this. Like, I would totally freak out. Like, is he watching me just so he can see me naked? (laughs) That's what Adam thought, too. I know, and Adam got pissed at Kenji. But the fact that Adam knew and didn't tell Juliet is messed up, too. Yeah. And Kenji, again... Calls Juliet out for not taking things seriously. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I agree with that. Yes. You know, she is still acting like a teenager. She is a teenager. She is a teenager, but she's acting like one. And she's not thinking things through. She's being very impulsive. 
Mm-hmm. And she's got to think about everybody else. Other than just her and her whiny problems with Adam. Right. Like, sure, it's a relationship, but this is literally the end of the world. You, Your relationship is not the end of the world. This war is. So you got to take into account that maybe your relationship problems can wait until later. So, because of this mission that they go on, everyone kind of starts accepting Juliet. Yeah. You know, she asks a question, and they're all shocked that she's talking to them. Well, specifically Ian. Yeah. But they're shocked she's talking to them. Ian invited her to sit with them at lunch, you know. So I think part of it was also they were thinking she thinks she's better than everybody, so she well, doesn't no, want I don't be... think it's that. I think it was they didn't want to... She doesn't like them, and she wants to be alone. Yeah, well... It's not that she thinks she's better than everyone, because everyone can kind of see that she hates herself. I think it's her wanting to be alone is what they thought. Now that she was talking, she... They're like, oh, she's interacting with us. We can actually talk to her now. Right. And I love how Juliet compares Kenji to Glue. I don't know if you picked up on that. Yeah. Because that's really, like, what he is. Mm-hmm. So everyone in Omega Point looks at him as kind of, like, a leader. And yeah, somebody, of course. Like, everybody loves Kenji. Of course they do. And, Kenji. and even with this whole awkwardness of Adam and Juliet, you know, Kenji's that glue that keeps them all together, mm-hmm. but, you know... in kind of diffuses the situation he's wonderful and, and i love him and he's mine yeah so okay so you want to talk about their uh actual meal together when it was uh their conversation when they're about to eat and then adam shows up well that's what i was getting oh, into. okay yeah. well so adam's at the table and wants to talk to juliet alone oh my god this guy take a hint take a hint and that conversation made me mad. Does not go well. It made me mad. Yeah. And Juliet ends up walking away from Adam for good. Mm-hmm. And I have to say, that's my proudest moment of her. Oh, yeah. I was mad at Adam, though, because he wasn't taking no for an answer. Right. Well, that's my point is, you know, he feels like... Entitled to her. Yeah. And she walks away from him. You can kind of see some bad character development coming for him. Yeah. So, I have to say, the next chapter, she's talking with Kenji. Okay. And he's telling her, you know, you know that her powers probably came on as a self-protection. That a lot of people that got their gifts, like, during a time when they were feeling threatened... And, you know, he tells her, you have to accept it. You know, this is who you are and accept it. And she's like, I do accept it. And he's like, you're the opposite of acceptance. And he, uh, she's like, no. And he's like, you know, you have severe mental constipation. (laughs) I was like, absolutely, Kenji. You are spot on. Kenji is, again, I say, the best character. And I'm like, oh, Kenji, I love you. I love him, too. He has so many good lines. And then, 
you know, he's working with her. Because, again, he's trying to make her embrace her powers. Yes, because that's what she needs to do. And he is so good at that. To the point where, again, she crushes the brook without realizing. Exactly. So she, not beyond just crushed, like, she pulverizes she does. it. She pulverizes the brick with her bare hands. And Kenji is so jealous. <laughs> I like... know. It is so funny. <laughs> Go, Juliet. And that's the thing. It's like, whenever she's been with Adam. It's never been, let's make you into the best person you can be. And in a way, that's what Warner was trying to do with her Mm -hmm. in Shatter Me, was make her into the best version she could be. Granted, he approached it the wrong way. Oh, hell yes. The exact wrong way. There is an answer that could be specifically the exact wrong one. That would be it. Yeah. But in his way, he was trying to do what he thought was... Best to help Juliet get to where she is. In actuality, we all know that Kenji's the right answer. Yes. But Ken but what I'm saying is Adam has never done anything At least Warner tried. For Juliet. Mm-hmm. It's always been for himself with Juliet as the prize. Right? She's not a prize to be won. Sorry, I had to quote Aladdin right there. So in chapter 25, Juliet... How do you know all these chapters? When I make write my, it down. Oh, when I make my notes, I don't write the chapters down. So, Juliet describes herself as a Venus flytrap. And Genji loves it. Yes. He's like, oh yes, absolutely. <laughs> Not in those words, but he's like... He's like yeah. a super sexy Venus flytrap. Yes. And so, you know, it's it's one of those things that it's like... Girl, yes, and now embrace it. You know what I started realizing? I started swearing much more after I started listening to these books. So I think I kind of adapted Kenji's personality yes. a little bit. Yes, exactly. And that's the thing is, she starts wondering, like, is Kenji right? You know? Yes, he Should is. I be... Is it time for me to fight? Mm-hmm. And it's, it's less, you know being used and more of being empowered yeah which is in perfect time for you know Winston Brenston being Winston Brenston Brendan Brenston I don't know what I'm saying Win, Winston and Brendan being kidnapped right which made me but, so sad by well the way. first before that they're having a meal together oh and Brendan's and reaction Bre- first, Brendan's power I am so jealous. I know. So Brendan can recharge himself so that he doesn't have it's to like sleep. Nova. I'm like, dude, you know how many books I could read then? Exactly. You know how so much homework I could do then? So jealous. That would be so cool. I know. And Juliet wishes Brendan a happy birthday. And he gets all smiles. Like, he's, like, beaming. And Kenji tells him... To not put gonna it on, happen, dude. Put it out of your head. Just put it not out of your head. Not gonna happen, dude. And Brendan gets all like flusher and walks away. I was, like, <laughs> I was like, that is such a cute scene. I love that. Oh, I was like, right in front of my Winston. Yes. So, anyway. <sighs> Chapters 27 starts out. I get really sad. Kenji sends for Juliet. I'm sad now. Saying it's urgent. She runs out of her room, slams into Adam in the hallway, and they all have to go to Castle's office. Because they've been kidnapped. So, 
Winston and Brendan and Emery and Ian have been kidnapped by mm-hmm. the reestablishment. Is it sad that I forget who Emery is? <laughs> no. And so, the Supreme Commander. Ugh. Warner's father. Warner's father. Mr. Anderson. Has asked to meet with Juliet. Yep. If you were Juliet, would you go? Yes. You would? If I can get a guarantee that the people would get released. But you can't. But that's, I mean... Juliet didn't have a guarantee. Right. No, but I would still go. Okay. I'd have to at least try. Mm -hmm. Same. And it's one of those things that Castle, I agree with him. He's going to use Juliet as bait. And he's going to send Kenji and Adam with her. To also be the bait. Yes. But her protective bait. And Juliet says she'll go. And she's, I think, just ready to die at this point. Yeah, she doesn't she is. care. Like, she's going to do what she can. But she thinks she's going to end up dying during this mission, and she doesn't care. She doesn't care. And Which is depressing as all hell. You know what that feels like? What? Feyre. Right. And during Miss and Fury, it feels like Feyre thinks she deserves to die. You know who brings her out of that? The beautiful stranger. Who's not her original love. Just saying. Yeah. Anyway, so after this meeting, James runs after Juliet and asks okay, to Okay, this her. is the sweetest moment. I freaking love it. And James admits that he was mad at Juliet because she never told him that she killed, that someone. She killed someone. And he heard it from the other kids. Mm-hmm. And he tells her that... You know, Adam is really sad all the time, and Adam told James that he's sad because of Juliet, which I think that was a dick move. That is not something you should say. And that made me mad as well. You know, uh, Juliet admits that she didn't tell James because she didn't want James to hate her. And James like, I don't hate you. Yeah, he admits that he doesn't hate her. And then he's like, go kick some ass. Yeah, he hugs her and tells her to kick some ass. Also, he hugs her! Yes, he hugs her and tells her to go kick some ass. Granted, she's wearing her suit. Still! So, but yeah. And she looks at the people of Omega Point. And they're all, like, accepting her now. They're accepting her and she sees hope in their eyes. Yeah. So they're viewing her now... As a symbol of hope. As something that, you know, could get them out of this. So she belongs now. Mm -hmm. Which has to be so rewarding to her. Yeah. So, Castle gives Juliet the gloves Winston had just finished up for her. Mm -hmm. He, you know, she gets the brass knuckles that Aaliyah... And Winston. They created for her. And... She's all dressed up, ready to go, and Adam looks at her and quickly leaves the room. And Kenji was like, damn, are you trying to... Like, he's like, she's trying to kill Adam by looking all sexy in her new outfit and batting her eyelashes. And I'm like, oh my god, of course, Kenji. (laughs) I love Kenji. Okay, so then they get to the house. Well, first of all, Kenji admits, like, he's nervous Mm -hmm. because he's afraid 
Adam's power is going to reject him. Oh, yeah. So now that they know what Adam's power is, it's like if he decides to disable, boom, they're seen by everybody. Or just Adam. Or just Adam is. And then Kenji can't do anything to save him. Yeah. So he, you know, they're coming into this all risky and everybody's prepared. Like you can hear the tanks in the background, like the reestablishment is preparing for war. Yes. So they stop at a house that Juliet is drawn to and it's the wrong house, Uh but she thinks she sees a curtain flutter. Which, what, do you think that was the nursemaid? No, I thought it was his mom. It's not. Because how could that be his mom? I thought it was his mom. I thought it was, I mean, originally I thought it was his mom. I know. But in but hindsight, it's probably the nursemaid. Yeah, but I thought it was his mom. Me too. So, Juliet tells the boys to stay hidden, and she goes in to meet with the Supreme. And she describes him as Again! breath takingly beautiful again what like okay also ew yeah ew yeah ew huh. but you know what i noticed huh the way that she described his eyes like a gorgeous turquoise green blue yeah green blue adam warner well, warner adam yeah so i didn't pick up on that but she's got a type <laughs> any man on the planet well no because she's not attracted to kenji she thinks kenji's attractive but she's not attracted to him. i mean she did describe kenji's beautiful too though yeah so he okay. pins the supreme okay go ahead well i was gonna say we know the big reveal right here right well let's get okay, into fine. what happens first fine so he pins her against the wall. Which how does he do that? And undoes her holsters. How does he do that? Because Julia her guns. She could overpower him, but she's letting the situation happen. Why? What point is there to that? Because the longer she draws it out, the more likely it is that Adam and Kenji are getting people out for her. Fair enough. So he wants to take out the freaks. So he views all people with gifts as freaks. And they're causing too much trouble. And he said that Warner begged him not to kill her. Uh-huh. He's begging, begging you. And he describes yeah. Warner as pathetic. Yeah. And he admits that Warner has never asked him for anything before. Which, first of all, oh, Yeah. Baby. So, so he, you know, can you imagine having a relationship with your parents and never asking your parents for anything? I mean, that's the thing is like, it's heartbreaking to me. You want to bake him cookies? I do want to bake Warner cookies at this point because it's heartbreaking to me. You mean Aaron? Well, he calls him Aaron. Okay, well, anyway, he admits that he still planned on killing her in front of Warner. Yeah, which also, what the hell? Because he's a jerk. He's more than a jerk, he's a psychopath. Yeah, so then Juliet asks him, she's like, why don't you just kill me now then? Like, why, why, why not? 
And he admits that he didn't realize how lovely she was. Ew. Ew. Exactly what I ew, wrote down. Ew, I was ew. like, ew. Ew, 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 This ew, is somebody ew. who's younger ew, ew, than ew, your ew, child. Ew, 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 ew. And she's an underage minor. Yeah. So he says that he's planning on taking her back to the Capitol because he can't trust his son with her. Ew, ew, ew. And she said she'd rather jump off a cliff. Same, girl. Same. Same. I would rather die than be with you, creepy creeper. I can see why uh, by, why Warner's a little pervy, because you're like... Ten yeah. times pervier. Right. You'd probably put cameras in the bathroom, just saying. And he ends up saying, would you come in here, please? And out comes Warner. And Warner, Warner, Warner. And she describes Warner's face as exquisitely handsome. Of course she does, because he is. Just and she him. says it frightens her. <laughs> and she says Warner looks like she shattered him and left him to die after he told her he loved her. And that he's making no effort to hide his emotions from her. Fair enough. And she says... Warner as a human being terrifies me more than anything else. Mm -hmm. What does that tell you, girl? I mean... You love him, but you're in denial. Yeah. So, the Supreme asks Juliet how she got away. And she's like, the first time or the second time? And knowing how Warner's dad is, the fact that she got away from Warner twice... Okay, but that was kind of like a jerk move to say. Yeah, that was a big jerk move. But let me just say, like, oh crap, Warner's in trouble. He is in trouble, and that's what ends up happening. He ends up being in trouble for that. So because of that, his dad wants him to shoot her and kill her. Mm-hmm. And would you be able to pull that trigger? Hell no! It's like the whole, like, Winter Jason thing. Like, why does he genuinely think that's gonna happen? And so... Like, Warner threatens to kill his father. Mm-hmm. Which, oh my god, like, how insane is that? But he can't do it. He can't follow through. And so Anderson, Warner's dad Anderson, disarms Warner and backhands him. That's and so sad. Juliet loses her mind. Yeah. Pins him to the freaking wall. To the wall. And shoots both his legs. Whisper, well, she whispers at him to drop the gun. And he does. And she shoots him in the leg. And she shoots him in the other leg. And she's goes to shoot him in the chest. But freaking Kenji stops her. Do you think Kenji should have stopped Yes. Her? I do. Okay. Because as he tried to explain later to James... They weren't ready to take over, and absolute anarchy would ensue if Anderson died. So, they learn that they got Ian and Emery back, but... The Brendan two important Winston people are still Are gone. still missing. And Castle started the war against the reestablishment. Okay, well, what else do we learn? And Adam is on his knees. Eyes glued to Anderson. And we learn Anderson is his father. Mr. Anderson. So that means Warner and Adam 
are brothers. Okay, but that's what I was saying last time about the entire family of a traitor dies. Yes. That means that Warner and Paris would die. Yes. I just said his first name. Yes. Which is fine. It's not that big of a spoiler. It's just a name. So Warner and Anderson would die. Yes. Because they're the family of traitors. But, you know, it is what it is. (laughs) So they should be applying with their own rules, just saying. Yeah. So they can't kill Adam. So they need to talk to Castle and tell Castle that they've gotten some of the guys. And And they got Warner as a hostage. They've got Warner as a hostage, but they don't know how to get to Castle. Because it's all, all hell's broken loose. Yeah. So Juliet, again, shatters the earth. Of course she does. It causes a massive That's earthquake. That's like her number one, like... Thing, yeah. Move. So, you know, she's going on this, and let's let's move forward. So, she's dealing with the fact that Adam and Warner are brothers. brothers. You know, Adam's a love child. You know, obviously, they're only, like... Kenji's reaction, that was so funny. I love that conversation. So, you know, it's... They're only a year apart. So, obviously, there's some shenanigans that went on. Mm -hmm. And, you know... Anderson having a passionate love affair. Yeah. So, then we learn that Kent is Adam's middle, middle name. So, Warner took his mother's name. Adam took his middle name as his last name. So neither boy wants anything to do with their father. Of course they don't. And I don't blame them. I don't blame them. Their father's a horrible human being. And so they've got Warner held at Omega Point as a hostage. He pretty much says, you know, your plan sucks because my dad won't care. And then Julia's like, what kind of father won't care about their son? Yeah. And Adam was just like, oof. Oof. (laughs) Oof. Oof. (laughs) But, so Warner won't talk to anyone except for Juliet. So, naturally, Castle assigns Juliet to be Warner's. And his reasoning, like Alexis alluded to last time, was because Well, not alluded to last time, I just said earlier. Yeah. That, well, Warner can't touch her. Oh, lo and behold, he can. And you should have told him because communication is key, people. So she goes in to talk to him the first time. And Warner brings out the notebook. Her journal. And this boy pretty much memorized the entire thing. (laughs) I don't blame him. I memorized it too. And I have to say... I love the fact that Warner apologizes for kissing her. Yes, me too. That is one of probably the most favorite things that he's done, in my opinion. Also, okay, the one thing I will say, though, the thing I really, really loved is remember how last time I kind of was talking about The Tempest and Juliet's, like, love of men being like the, temp- the, the, the Tempest? Yeah. Where is the quote, hell is empty and all the devils are here from? Huh. The Tempest. Oh. Yeah. Just thought that was a cool little detail. Yeah. So, she flips out and runs out of the room, right? Yeah, I mean, I don't blame her. And, you know, Juliet's kind of spiraling. Of course she is. When is she not spiraling? That's the real question. And... But she, like, I love her conversation with Warner. All of her conversations with Warner are so interesting. Right. 
and she's like going back and forth and you know Juliet yeah, at one point they're all sitting and Kenji is talking about Anderson and Adam gets all upset and he's Adam stomps away yeah and Juliet follows after him and she's He's pissed at her for following yeah. after him. And, you know, I have to say, I this is one time that I thought Adam was right. Because she broke up with him. And yet she keeps kind of... Pulling on to his, his string. Yeah. And he still loves her. He still wants to be with her. Mm-hmm. And she's, you know... Kind of giving this false hope. Yeah. So, he, you know, is... Having a thing with her. And. Who walks up but Warner? Mm-hmm. And Warner is all smug as a bug in a rug. And Warner pretty much makes fun of Adam. Yeah. <laughs> for having to beg for Juliet's love. I know. I mean, go off, Warner. Just saying. Yeah. And Adam... Okay, but says the guy who was, like, begging her last time. Exactly. But... Hypocrisy. Adam tells Warner to go to hell. And Warner replies, Just because I'm going to hell doesn't mean you'll ever deserve her. Go off, Warner! (laughs) That had to hurt, Adam. (laughs) I should like his other response better. What? Go to hell. I'm working on it. (laughs) Yeah. But next chapter, we learn a major piece of information. Which is? James cut his hand. Oh, yeah. That came out of nowhere and never comes back. So, they're thinking he's going to need stitches. And he's like, it's okay. It'll go away soon. And what does Kenji reply with? Holy shit on a cracker. <laughs> Again, Kenji, Kenji has the best the one-liners. Best liners. The best one-liners. And what happens next is... James can heal himself. Yes. James oh my gosh, that came out of nowhere and never comes back. So we also learn pretty quickly that Castle has been informed by Warner... That he can touch Juliet. And Castle's pissed. Of course Again, he should. Of course he should be. And Juliet, this is what happens when you're not up front. You need to be reliable, honestly. So they're planning an attack on Sector 45 headquarters. Yep. And we learn that Castle has provided Warner Sanctuary because he's got a gift. Okay, but like... And I have to say, Castle, you're kind of stupid. Yeah. I understand. Okay, also, real quick, backtracking. Yeah. When Castle went up to Juliet when they were eating and was like, oh, how's it going? She's like, oh, good. I went to see Warner twice. And he's like, what have you learned? Oh, you went there twice, didn't learn anything? These people are dying. No one's waiting around your schedule. I was like, dude, what the hell? Yeah. Like, that was so uncalled for and out of nowhere and unnecessary. I think Kenji should be the leader and Castle needs to step to the side. Fair enough, fair enough. Plain and simple. Mm-hmm. And... 
Yeah. We have a major confrontation. Confrontation between Adam and Juliet. And then Adam Because Adam's pissed about the whole Warner thing mm-hmm. and she confesses to Adam that yeah, he touched her and she doesn't tell him about the kiss that they had. Which, honestly, I don't blame her at that point. Adam and Warner are having a pissing contest. Oh, my God. She's touching Warner's chest, holding him back. And Kenji touches both Adam and Warner. And Kenji's down. I was so mad. I I was ready to murder. I was terrified at this point. Okay, the number of times Kenji almost dies. Yeah. I was like, oh my god, oh my god, please, Juliet, don't have killed Kenji. I was ready to... I mean, honestly, like... I was seconds away from crying. I thought she'd, like, kill herself right then and there. Oh yeah, me too. Same. So, you know, they take Kenji to the medical wing. Juliet is trying to wrap her head around what just happened. Because Mm -hmm. she doesn't understand. She didn't think she touched Kenji, but he was down. And, you know, Warner comes and explains the whole thing to her. Comes and explains that it was him. Yeah. Unintentionally, of course. Unintentionally, but in a way intentionally. So he took... That was intentionally. I think he was trying to bring the whole situation to an end. Okay. I just thought he didn't know what he was doing until that moment. Well, maybe. I don't know. But I think there was a little intention there. But I mean, fair enough. He's Warner. It's Warner. But never, ever, 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 ever do that again. Otherwise, I will transfer into the fictional universe and kick your ass. Yeah. And so we will skip over... All of the Ken, uh, the the Juliet Warner kind of stuff. Why? Okay, it's just like okay, we get to learn what Warner's power is, which kind of explains why he kissed her more because he couldn't sense those emotions, and he can sense the fact that she did feel the electrical charge between them. He could sense her kind of like acting like strange, but actually, is kind of nice. I have to say, my favorite part of this book was when she calls him on how he said he wanted to be her friend. And he tells her yes. Oh, you want all the way back here. I want Oh my gosh, to I be love this. The friend you fall hopelessly in love with. I love that the so much. The one you take into your arms and into your bed and into the private world you keep trapped in your head. I want to be that kind of friend, he says. The one who will memorize the things you say as well as the shape of your lips when you say them. I want to know every curve, every freck, every freckle, every shiver of your body, Juliet. Oh my She knows God. how to get a girl. Just saying. I I honestly at that point would say Team Warner, Team Warner, Team Warner, Team Warner, Team Warner. Hello, I'm Juliet and I am yours. I mean seriously. <laughs> Hell yeah. If somebody had ever said something like that to me, it game over. Game over. You better not say that with your husband listening. Well, you know, Chad, seriously, like, that would get you points. <laughs> I'm just saying, that would make, 
you know, major okay. points. Okay. We don't need to talk about that. And then he says, I don't want you to call me Warner anymore. I want you to know me as Aaron. I want to be someone else around. Right. I want to be myself. And then she this bitch calls him Adam. Adam. No. No. So he implodes. He, like, is pissed. And he should be. He should be. That's, like, even worse than getting shot. You have your brother's name called out during, like, a ma- intense makeout session. Oh, it just breaks my heart. She breaks my heart. That my, my heart is broken for him. Warn, if she won't take you, I will. And so he ends up leaving. So I mean, he learned he he's gone. He's taken off. He's gone. And you know what else breaks my heart? What? When Kenji shows up. And Julia gives him a hug, and he pushes her away. Yeah. <laughs> so he doesn't want to risk it. He doesn't know what happened, but, you know, he doesn't, he doesn't, you know, want to risk it. And Kenji, I don't blame him. I know, but still my heart broke, because I love them together. They're such a good friend group. Or not group, pair. Yeah. Because Adam sucks. And so they are heading off to war. And Juliet, right off the bat, right then, gets captured. And she does. And she gets captured and taken she's taken to away. Mr. Anderson. And it's, you know, he says, I thought that right then and there, he says that that's where he stores his wife. Yeah, he does. And that's the house. Yes. So you think it was still the yeah, maid, the nurse? Warner's mom is terminally ill and cannot move okay. out of her bed. I just thought maybe she did move because it's Juliet. How would that? I don't know. I just, I would make a way. What would happen if Warner's mom touched Juliet? Yeah, I don't know. So, Warner, I mean, Anderson and Juliet are having another confrontation. Yeah. Well, by the way, Juliet is wearing Warner's old childhood clothes, which is... (laughs) Awkward. Uh-huh. And he calls Warner in. So Warner's there again. But this time, he, Anderson, shoots Juliet in the chest. War- I Okay, this is one scene that I need to see from Warner's perspective. Yeah. I need to read this from Warner's perspective. Because here's a... And why is he doing that? Because he's pissed that she shot him. And that's his revenge on her. And he views her as always making his son pathetic. And we learn that he's stolen the girls. Which I was so upset about. I was like, no, Sonia and Sarah. Yes. So Anderson takes off. He's like, my job is done. He takes off. We then see... Glimpses of Warner trying to explain to the girls how he can heal her. Yeah. By taking their powers and projecting them into Juliet. Mm -hmm. And they're very reluctant. Because they don't believe him. Right. So the book kind of... But his desperation is what really convinces them. And I'm like, I love that. I love that so much. Right. And Juliet... The end of the book is her finally accepting who she is and how powerful she can be. Mm-hmm. And that's what... The, the best, like, ending the ever. The best ending ever. Because it's... 
She's not defining herself by Adam. Adam was her entire like personality this right. first half of the book. So she's now seeing that it's more than that. She has to rely on herself to get through everything, mm-hmm. which I love. Mm-hmm. So, Fracture Me. Wait, wait, wait. Stars? No. Stars. I gave this four stars. I gave it... Yeah. Or no, I might take that back. I think I might have given it five stars. Let me no, see. No, I gave it four. I think it's... I don't like it as much as the first book. Uh, Which is surprising because there's more Kenji in this book. I say four stars. Let me see. Let me see. Well, well, you're finding that. Okay, never mind. No, I gave it five stars. Well, I gave it four stars. Um, I just, because I love that before Juliet brought it to shit, I love that interaction between the two of them. And that was my favorite scene. Mm-hmm. Okay, my favorite. Yeah, I'd probably say that or every Kenji moment ever. Yeah. And then uh, least favorite, probably when she punches the ground. I was so mad yeah. at her. Yeah, agreed. Okay. So, Fracture Me. Fracture Me. I only have one scene I actually care about in this book. Because the rest of it just makes me mad. Viscerally mad at Adam. Right. I have to say, this is probably my least favorite. In the entire series. In the entire series. I just... I'll sum it up. I feel like we get a further glimpse into what makes Adam tick. Mm-hmm. And I feel like he's more like his father than Warner is. Than Warner is. And Adam was not necessarily raised by Anderson, but I see him more Anderson type. Again, nature versus nurture. Yeah. So I don't necessarily enjoy seeing Adam's perspective. Because I, do I. I don't care for Adam. I It bothers me. Although I will say, I love how it was narrated by Dan Bittner. Okay. Because I love Dan Bittner. He narrated uh, the Renegade series by yeah. Marissa Meyer. So, like, Dan Bittner, amazing. Well, I didn't hear the audiobook. I read it. That's well, not my fault. And still, I, I just, I don't care for Adam. The I only don't. part that actually I, I will constantly reread this part and this part alone is the very last page when Kenji comes in after all hell breaks loose after a mega point and they all go to Adam's house. Mm-hmm. Kenji comes in after finding out that Juliet was shot and he thinks that she's dead and his reaction to that breaks my heart but I love it so much because he's like it's all my fault it's all my fault and like I'm like oh my god Kenji I love you I love you Kenji well and let's be honest Adam admits that it was his fault yeah and it is and it is because it's Kenji fault. offered to go after Juliet himself which was a perfectly reasonable thing. And, and Adam's, Adam's like, like no. no, we go find James. Which, okay, it's okay to want to find James, but also Juliet. Right. So, and also, 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 Kenji says, let's go find our girl. Right. And then and Adam's, Adam's like, like, my girl. girl. Like, you don't own her, she's her own person. Yes. But, I can understand you know, wanting to make sure James is okay. Of course. And trying to save James. But the minute they learned that it was bombed and he saw that James was alive, they should have gone immediately for Juliet. Yes! Because... And again, I don't see why it was a bad idea to split up. Because Kenji can be invisible. Yeah. So, the fact of the matter is, yes, James is important to Adam. But... Juliet is important to the entire community. And is also important to Adam. 
Well, but no matter what, she can be used as a weapon against them. Exactly. Right? Mm Mm-hmm. So you need to defuse that weapon. I mean, they're in shambles as it is. Like, they are in a bad place. It just, it makes me so mad, though. Like, his whole perspective makes me mad. And let me just say, my least favorite thing that happens in this novella is Adam puking on the floor in the car. While the tank. Dude! Crack the freaking window! There is no window. It's a tank. There's windows in tanks. Have you or open the tank? damn door! Don't puke in the place. You, It's jam-packed with people as it is. What? You have any trauma surrounding puking in cars? No, that's not it. What I'm mm-hmm. saying is you don't puke in there. You don't know if you're going to have to live in there for the next two weeks. You know? Come on. Think this through. Fair enough. Fair enough. So that's all I really have to say on Fracture Me is I'm pested it. Pested it? I'm mad at it. There we go. Yeah. It's just, it makes me so mad. So I gave it three stars. I gave it three stars as well. Um, I still, it was still fun to read, but it made me mad. So like, it's not yeah. like a favorite, but it's also not like a horrible book, you know? I think it was necessary to help the readers kind distance of, themselves from yes. wanting Adam and Juliet together. Yes, I agree. I think it helps, <laughs> excuse me. Strengthen Warnet. Strengthen Warnet. It helps to show Adam's priorities are not what we thought they would be. And that we, Adam only likes Juliet when it's convenient. Right. So he doesn't care about her as much as we think he does. His priority will always be James. Which isn't a bad it's priority. It's not a bad priority, but it's not. The way that I thought their relationship was portrayed mm-hmm. in the other books. So, you want to go into favorites and least favorites for this little novella? Yeah, I think I already said. Favorite was my personal favorite, that last page. Yeah. With Ken's reaction. I Again, that might be one of my favorite moments in the series. Yeah. Because it kind of breaks down his whole haha funny man. And makes him... Sympathetic. Right, and vulnerable. Mm-hmm. And it shows how much Juliet means to him. Right. Because in his mind, his last real interaction with her was him telling her not to touch him. Right. And... Imagine how heartbreaking that is. Yeah. And that's the thing. It's like... It is probably my one of my favorite relationships is mm-hmm. Kenji and Juliet. And how much she means to him. Mm-hmm. And how much vice versa. How yeah. much he means to her. Exactly. And least favorite... Just Adam. Adam is a hole and the puking in the tank because you're gross. Mm. So thank you guys so much for listening. You can find us at our email momdaughterbooktalk at gmail.com on our Instagram at motherdaughterbooktalk where you can leave suggestions for future episodes and potentially be chosen to be featured on one of our episodes. And you can listen to us wherever you find your podcast. If you want to support this podcast and future episodes, you can become a supporter through the link in our Instagram bio. Thank you so much for listening and you hope it's, we hope you join us next time. Bye!